Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, this is Earl Stewart Live. That was my recorded introduction. But uh, it's particularly important that I talk to you about something new today that uh, is very exciting. I mean, this whole automotive show we do, I always say it's exciting, and it is. But what's so exciting now is we've got a whole new audience. And we're out of uh, North Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, we're actually worldwide because we stream on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. I mean, we're all over the, the globe, really. But it's exciting in Florida. This is kind of our hometown, Florida. And uh, we're way down south now in Florida. We're all the way down to, like, Hollywood, almost Miami. Typically, we've been in the uh, Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens, Martin County, you know, uh, kind of like the uh, middle uh, east coast. But uh, now we're all the way down uh, Pompano and Broward County. Very exciting. Four million. All of Fort Lauderdale. All of Fort Lauderdale. I mean, wow. And uh, we got four million uh, new ears. I guess that would be eight million, whether two ears per. Yeah, right. So um, if you've never heard this show, just if, if you're down there in the new land, uh, South Florida, uh, you're going to be particularly interested in this show. We are t- we're a show about how not to get ripped off by a car dealer. Now, that's you know, pretty crude. I mean, I know it's insulting to a lot of car dealers, and, but I, I use it for emphasis to get your attention. Cars have been sold differently than any other retail product. I mean, you know that. You walk into Publix, you go into Target, uh, you go into an Apple store. It's a whole different experience from going into a car dealership. Car dealerships are like walking through a minefield. And you know that. You're used to it. That's one of the problems. So this show, if you haven't heard us before, and if you're down there in Fort Lauderdale area, Pompano, Hollywood, uh, you know, uh, Coconut Creek, uh, that area south of uh, North Palm Beach, Palm Beach Gardens area. If you're down there, you're you're in. Uh, we, we call it uh, on this show that the, the uh, South Florida is a Sodom and Gomorrah. It is the belly of the beast. Uh, I could probably come up with a few other those uh, comparisons, but car dealers. The further south in Florida you go, the rougher it gets. So, boy, you found you found something that's really going to be helpful to you. And if, and if we're new to you, just give us a few minutes. Uh, and uh, in the studio with me, uh, to my left is my wife, my co-host, Nancy Stewart, who uh, helped uh, uh, found this show about 20 years ago. We started out at a half an hour, now we're up to two hours. And our audience, as I just said, is growing like crazy. Uh, she is a female advocate. For you ladies out there, nobody is out there to defend you more when you're buying a car than Nancy Stewart. 
Uh, she has a special offer for first time on new callers if you're female. Uh, but you're going to love what Nancy has to say. It will be on until 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so if you if you haven't heard us before, please listen a little bit. And here's another thing that you're going to you're not going to believe. Sitting to my right is Rick Kearney. Rick Kearney is a certified diagnostic master technician. This guy knows more about cars than just about anybody uh, you, you know. He knows more about cars than anybody I know, and I've been in the business since 1968. Mechanically, robotically, electronically, uh, computer, computer-wise, uh, whether you're talking electric vehicles, hybrid vehicles, combustion engine, Rick Kearney has got all the answers. And you can get the answer. You know what it's going to cost? Uh, it costs you if you go to a car dealer down there in Fort Lauderdale to get an idea what's wrong with your car. Well, it's going to be either an arm or a leg or maybe both. Free, right here on this uh, station. True oldies. True oldies. Yeah, we're, we're all over. There are a whole bunch of true oldies stations. And... Uh, uh, down south of us, we got 95.9, 106 north. Uh, south of us, we got 96.9, 95.3, and we got an AM station, 1470 AM. That's in the Hollywood area, um, Hollywood, Florida. But if you want to get a free diagnosis on a car, you can call the show right now, 877-960-9960. You got a problem with your car? Ask for Rick. Call the show, 877-960-9960. Now, Nancy Stewart is monitoring the telephones. We have a little technical glitch this morning. The laptop broke, so she's working on a text basis with her iPhone and the man, Jeremy, in the computer control area. When you call the show, say, hey, I want to talk to Rick, or I want to talk to Nancy, or I want to talk to Earl. That's me. Um, he'll uh, shoot a text in. Rick will be uh, alerted, or Nancy will be alerted, and we will get to your phone calls immediately. I promise you. 877-960-9960. Love to hear from you if this is new. If you're in a true oldies station in South Florida, love to hear from you. I'd love to have you dial 877-960-9960. Write it down because you probably don't have a question right now. But write it down, and when you get back to the show, we'll be on for two hours. Uh, we'll be on until 10, 10 a.m. this morning, this Saturday morning. So uh, make a note, and you might think, hey, I got a question for Rick Kearney. My car's making a funny noise. And then you call, call Rick, describe it. He'll tell you what's wrong with it. No charge. Now, we also have a text line, and I hope you're not writing this down while you're driving, but uh, we have a text line. That's area code 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. Ask for me, Earl, Nancy, Rick. We're all here to help you. We can talk about how to buy a car without being ripped off by a car dealer, maintain or repair your car uh, safely. Um, we've got some... Uh, really good information about uh, financing, uh, how to finance your car safely. So uh, the new dawn is risen in South Florida. Fort Lauderdale, we got Pompano, 
We've got Coconut Trick, we've got Hollywood, we've got Boynton, we've got Boca Raton, all the true oldie stations. You're hearing us for the first time, Earl on Cars, How Not to Get Ripped Off by a Car Dealer. So stay tuned. We're going to let uh, the folks here, especially you new folks from further south in Florida, uh, meet some of our folks here in the, in the studio. I'm going to start out with Nancy Stewart. And uh, ladies don't get a fair shake when they buy a car. Ladies don't get a fair shake from the manufacturers or from the dealers. If you haven't heard, you'll, you, we, we've been talking about it on the show for a long time. Did you know that the National Highway Traffic Safety Association, dummies that they use in those tests, you see them on television all the time, car goes running on a rail, smashes into a wall, and then they go inside, and they have the dummy inside, and they say how that dummy was injured. Did you know those are all male dummies? And so you, as you well know, the females are built differently than males. I can promise you that. And if you're built differently, you react differently in accidents. And that's why more women are injured and killed in accidents than men. Because the National Highway Traffic Safety Association had their head in the sand. And for the past, what, 30 years since they've been doing these crash tests, they've been using men. Like, who cares about the women? Well, I'll tell you who cares about women on this show. It's Nancy Stewart. And I'm going to turn the mic over to her. And she'll tell you about a very special offer we have for you female callers if you haven't called the show before good morning everyone and welcome yes we're right back here in the studio live waiting for your calls your texts uh and uh you may want to go over to youtube where you'll find earl on cars also there are so many other ways to get in touch with us 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And ladies, I have $50 for the first two new lady callers this morning. The first two new lady callers. And I just let me, I'm going to interrupt you just briefly. You hear so much crap on the radio and f- false promises and stuff like that. We're talking $50 cash no conditions other than the fact that you're female and you haven't called the show before. And we'll send you a check for $50. That's the first two new female callers. And I'm speaking directly to Pompano, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Boynton, Boca Raton. We, we've got a whole bunch of new true oldie stations that we're reaching. Four million people down there. You ladies, hop on that and you call in 877 960 Nine nine six zero, and if you haven't called before, you're female. Eight seven seven nine six zero nine nine six zero. You know, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as far as uh, what Earl mentioned earlier about these uh, crash tests and the statistics, uh, they they are troubling, most definitely. And uh, women are twenty percent to twenty eight percent more likely than men to be killed, and thirty seven percent to 73 percent more likely to be seriously injured and that's because the cars are designed for men for all these years the cars have been designed safety wise to protect men not women and that's um, that's really startling 
I mean, when you go back that far, you would think that uh, things would have changed by now. Uh, so uh, for women, things are going in the right direction, most definitely, but uh, we still have some work to do. And uh, that's the reason I invite you to give us a call. Uh, were you treated fairly? Um, were you treated with the highest respect? Um, any information at all? Uh, that you can share with us would be most appreciated. And you receive $50 for the first two female callers, $50. And for the ladies that have been with us and helped me build this platform, we thank you for spreading the word and staying with us all these years. 877-960-9960. Texas at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Yeah, I almost for, I almost forgot about the most exciting part of the show, and I'm it's, uh, I'm so excited about talking to the newbies down there in South Florida, the four million folks on True Oldies. If you haven't tuned us in, we have something on radio that you won't see here anywhere other than this station, and uh, True Oldies Earl on Cars Mystery Shopping Report. <coughs> You heard me right. Undercover Agent Lightning is dispatched to different dealerships all over Florida and the United States. But uh, Agent Lightning will be striking, I promise you, because I dispatch Agent Lightning, and she will be headed south. And she's going down to Hollywood and Boca Raton and Fort Lauderdale. And we're going we're gonna to hit those dealers down there. And she goes in, she pretends she's going through the process, leasing a car, buying a car, maybe servicing a car. We don't do enough servicing, but we will. We will. So Agent Lightning, every week for 20 years, has been doing this. Well, not, not Agent Lightning, but someone like Agent Lightning. She's our current undercover agent. Boy, is she good. By the way, sure uh, is. she was quoted in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Uh, I was interviewed in the Wall Street Journal, and it was uh, on the front page of the finance section. And uh, the reporter, Nora Eckhart of the Wall Street Journal, Nora says she would like to do a complete article on Agent Lightning. Very exciting. So this yeah. undercover agent I'm not surprised. Is, yeah. um, she is yeah. hot. Absolutely. Uh, she goes into all these hot spots. She knows spots what she's talking about. Yeah. And she knows exactly yeah. what she wants she knows exactly how to talk the talk so agent lightning and she did it again this week with our mystery shopping report i'm going to go to our first caller okay and uh, that's bob from lake park good morning bob good morning everyone how's everyone this morning we're great how is the uh traffic going down to uh down south you had to drive down there i guess right Pardon me? The traffic. Did oh. you have to drive all the way down south this morning? Uh, oh, it is horrendous. Yeah. See, uh, getting worse. It's a, getting it's a worse. different world uh, when you head that way. I guess. Listen, I wanted to, uh, first of all, I wanted to ask Earl, uh, if, if, if I get a sex change operation, would I be eligible for that $50? That's it. Well, <laughs> well, I don't want to be I don't want to be politically incorrect here, but I think you're I think you're you're on the edge right there, Bob. We'll, 
Let's, let's talk about something else. But yeah. uh, let's put it this way. Uh, here's how you can get your $50. Uh, you just have a lady friend call, and, and, and then you could cut a deal with her. You know, it can go 50 how about 50. One of my cats? <laughs> how about one of my cats? Can I have my cats? Okay, listen, uh, I, I wanted to tell you uh, there was another Takata airbag fatality. Did you see this? I missed it. I, I'm glad you called, Bob. Yeah. Where was it? Uh, I'm not sure, but it was, uh, the person was driving a Honda, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know you were doing the uh, you were doing that uh, quite a bit, and then you kind of got away from doing it. Uh, you know, CarMax was fined uh, for selling unsafe vehicles. Did you know that they just paid a, a fairly fairly substantial fine? Uh, there was an investigation about CarMax selling, and they, they didn't mention exactly what the uh, what the problems were, but I got to imagine some of them were probably those Takata airbags. Yeah, Bob, that is that is accurate, and it disappointed me a little bit in CarMax because we recommend CarMax; they're a they're a good outfit. Uh, they um, CarMax uh, hung their hat. They their defense on that lawsuit and their fine was the fact that they they disclose that these cars have. Um, Recalls or other issues, and they they instruct you to take it to the dealer to have it repaired. I don't think that's going far enough, and I I agree they should have been fine. I think a dealer that has a car on his used car lot that he knows has a dangerous recall should be responsible himself for having that recall fixed. Now, if it's an, uh, another make car, if he's a Honda dealer and it's a a Chevrolet recall. He's got to go to a Chevrolet dealer to get the recall done. But that that comes with the territory. It's an expense and it's time consuming. But when you're talking life and death, uh, it should be required. But CarMax says, "Hey, I told the people about it. I said as soon as you buy this car, it has a Takata airbag recall. Take it to a, a name, name, you know, Toyota dealer, Honda dealer, where whichever is appropriate, and have it fixed." But I agree with you. They, they were not going far enough. They should have uh, done it themselves. I, I, got, I got another question for you. I just happened to go on the car site. And I, was, I put in the filters. I was looking at cars uh, from 2020 to the current time, to 2022, mm-hmm. with 10,000 miles or less. And there was one particular model that they seemed to have a lot of. And I was wondering if, if you would like to try to guess as to which vehicle that is. Uh, Tesla? Yes, and oh. I, and they even had one that that you drive. You drive the Plaid. Yes, they had one of the. Yes, they had one of those on there, but they had a lot of Teslas. And I was wondering, what do you think that's all about? Why would people be getting rid of those cars after a year or two with low mileage? Any particular thoughts on that? I think there's a lot of reasons. I think Tesla is a curiosity. It's a uh, people are interested. And uh, in in, uh, in my case, for example, as you, it, well, I started to say, as you know, we got a whole new audience. Uh, in full transparency, folks, I am a Toyota dealer. I've had a Toyota dealership in North Palm Beach, Florida, since 1975. So I wear both hats. I'm a consumer advocate. So I'm on your side, Bob, and all the other listeners to the show to help you avoid being ripped off. But I'm also a car dealer, so uh, we've been doing it for a long time. So I, I, I look at it as a positive because I see both sides of the story. And uh, at any rate, that long way of going is saying I bought a Tesla even though 
I love Toyotas. I bought the Tesla because I was curious. And uh, I've learned a lot about it. It's, uh, it's a just absolutely incredible technology. Uh, fun to drive. A lot of problems. I don't think the quality of the Tesla is as good as the quality of a Honda or a Toyota. I, I think that right. the doors sound a little tinny. Uh, there's a lot of uh, little issues uh, that uh, I have with my Tesla. So uh, I think that people buy the Tesla say, boy, this is cool. It's really fast. Acceleration is wild. Uh, speed is, is off the chart. So they, they have that experience. They say, well, I can't be having fun. I need something to get me back and forth to work, and I'm tired of the fun, and they trade it back in. Uh, another reason, right. Bob, now, now is there's that... No way of, there's, there's no way of knowing. No. But do you think they trade it in for another electric vehicle, or do you think they no. go back to an internal combustion motor? Uh, inter- internal combustion. When they trade it in, they've had the EV experience. They know what it's like, and uh, it's either for them, it's not for them. Uh, in most cases, people are still going to go with the uh, combustion engine. If no other reason, availability and cost. By the way, let's go back to uh, Teslas. Um, I could sell my Tesla for a huge profit right now um, because of the availability. You mentioned the Tesla Plaid. So a lot of people bought Teslas at the right time, had the fun experience, said, I've had enough fun, and I can also make $3,000 above what I paid for it. So they take it into CarMax and they sell it. So that's one of the reasons right, they well, have it. This, the, one I saw, the one I saw on the website was going for a buck twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what they, that's what it was selling for. I don't. I have no idea what they sell for. I'm, I'm not really in that market, but uh, they're raising the prices. Was 100, 120, yeah, Elon, yeah. But yeah. there was a lot of them. I just thought it was odd. Yeah. yeah. What do the people do with their charges that they put in their homes? Then, if they they go back to an internal combustion engine, they put they made an investment and you had to pay for a charging system to put in your in your garage or whatever. You I, I I don't what think that? I don't think Can that most of those. People, I don't think I don't think they have to have chargers. They they have independent. Hey, uh, Bob, we got a whole bunch of people uh, holding okay. here. Thank you for the call very right. much. Okay. And I and call again next uh, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Bob, I'd love to. I'd love for you to give a call back, and I'll talk to you about Tesla. Uh, but right now we're out of time. Uh, and uh, please, uh, as I said, call back again eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. We're going to go. I thank everyone for your hanging on, uh, and uh, we're going to try to get to you guys uh, one at a time here. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Surrey, and uh, she's in uh, Deerfield Beach. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. What was the oh, name? I didn't you. get the name. I've been on for about 11 minutes. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm terribly... What's the name? No, Surrey? no, I understand. Surrey, yeah, S-U-R-R-I-E. Pardon me, Surrey. I was talking to the recovering car dealer. First, I want to apologize for you hanging on so long. Uh, we're really covered up with calls. We also have another female caller who's holding. But more importantly, uh, this morning you won yourself $50. And if you That's stay important. on the line when we're finished, please give your contact information to Jeremy. That will be the only way I'll be able to get you your check. Happy to do so. Okay. Thank you. What can we help I'm you with this morning? I'm a first-time caller, by the way. Pardon me? I'm a first-time caller, by the way. That's why you get the 50 bucks. I enjoy listening about the automobile uh, 
information. So I'm happy that I tuned you in. Oh, I'm really glad you did, too. And uh, as a first-time caller, as I said, you won yourself $50. And uh, the auto industry is not a new world for ladies. It's only, you know, lately that we've been, uh, you know, recognized, you might say. And the reason for that is because we're quite knowledgeable. Uh, We know what we want, and we know how to get it. And when you walk into a dealership, Uh, Even today, in the 21st century, uh, women aren't respected as they should be all the time. Things are getting much better, for sure. Yep, you're right. So, as I said, I'm I'm very... I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on. Thank you. Oh, great. Thanks for calling. Okay, uh, we're going to stay in Deerfield Beach, and we're going to talk to Connie. Good morning, Connie. Oh, hi. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Connie, you won yourself $50 this morning for being a first-time caller. And if you stay on the line when we're finished, you can talk to Jeremy and give him your contact information, and I will get a check out to you. But I can't send it to you unless you give him the contact information. Thank you. Okay. What can can we do? Yes. Oh, good, good, good. My question is, is I got a warranty when I bought, I bought a car two years ago in 2020, um, and I, wanted, I bought the warranty, and I've never had to use it. And people have said that wasn't your smartest move. Being that you're talking about car dealership, is, was that a smart, I've never done that before. I bought a 2017 Honda in 2020. Uh, Connie, what was the warranty you bought from the dealer, or was it, are you referring to a factory warranty? No, 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 dealer, because it was a used car. I bought the dealer one. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, my Honda. It was Honda. Yeah, this is one of the most common uh, problems and questions we get is with these extended warranties. And a warranty is only as good as what it covers and does not cover. Too often, car dealers, and in, in many cases, if not in most cases, the car dealers design the warranty. They... They have a warranty company. They decide what it's going to cover on your car and what it's not going to cover, and they decide how much they're going to charge you for it. So my recommendation in general, and for the regular listeners of Earl on Cars, I say don't buy extended warranties. Uh, They'll try like heck to sell it to you because they're very profitable. If they sell you a warranty, and I'll just use a round number here for $2,000, in most cases, they won't have any charges or repairs or cost against that. It's like $2,000 pure profit right away. Um, I always recommend that if you're going to buy even a used car, buy the manufacturer's extended warranty. They have certified warranties. They call them certified used cars. And a certified used car has a warranty of different descriptions. You could get an extensive one or a moderate one or one that's relatively inexpensive, but it covers less. Stick with the manufacturer's extended warranties. Don't buy them from the dealer dealers at warranty because typically they have uh, too little coverage and too high cost. So if it's Honda, then is that the manufacturer's or is that the dealer? Well, the, ma- the manufacturer is legitimate. I, uh, I, I, I also say this. Um, you're talking about a real quality car. Honda is just an excellent car. Uh, Consumer Reports gives them very high marks. You take care of a Honda 
you do your factory recommended maintenance, and you're going to have very few problems. So you don't need anything other than if it's a new car, of course, you get a warranty whether you want it or not. But if you buy a used car, I wouldn't even buy the manufacturer's warranty. But if I wanna, if I had to buy one, a lot of people buy warranties like they buy insurance. It's for peace of mind. They sleep better at night. Okay, I've got fire insurance on my car. I've got collision insurance on my car. And I have a mechanical uh, extended warranty contract. They, you feel better. If, if you have to have that good feeling, buy the manufacturer's warranty, not the dealer's warranty. Thank you. You're very welcome. And Connie, Connie, thank you for calling. And I just wanted to share with you that uh, warranties are big business, and you really have to be careful, as Earl said. And, uh, you know, my my question is, what doesn't it it cover? Uh, So that's my experience. Uh, Thank you so much for calling, and stay on the line. Thank you. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and don't forget your anonymous feedback we love hearing from you from uh, anonymous feedback you can say whatever you want nobody can trace you and uh, find you honestly they can't (laughs) so that's www.youranonymousfeedback.com now back to the recovering car dealer yeah, our new folks uh, in South Florida, the new 4 million listeners all the way down to Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale area, welcome aboard. If you're listening to a true oldie station in South Florida, you're you're listening to Earl and Cars right now. How not to get ripped off by a car dealer. And I want to remind you that we have in the studio here, Rick Kearney, who is uh, actually one of our most popular receivers of calls. Everybody has got a question about a car. If you're if you're driving a car, even if you're not driving a car, you probably have some questions about it. I I, I typically say mechanically, but it doesn't apply anymore. Uh, you got a squeak, a rattle, or a roll, or a smell. Uh, you got a vibration. Uh, you got something with a car that's got you worried. Maybe you're getting ready to take a trip. You're driving to the Carolinas or New York or maybe California. You're going to be taking a long trip. You don't want to be out there on some turnpike in the middle of the night on Sunday and have your car stop or the red light come on and you have no idea why. So if you have a little something going with your car and you want to, and you want to be, have it right for the trip or whatever reason, call Rick Kearney and you can just call us on the old-fashioned telephone we have, 877-960-9960. That's 877-960. 960-9960. Now, if you're a YouTuber, if you got your smartphone or your PC, uh, we're on youtube.com forward slash Erlong Cars, and Rick monitors that channel. In fact, we're on facebook.com forward slash Erlong Cars. And I'm monitoring that one too today. Mo- monitoring both <laughs> of those, yeah. Multitasking. So, uh, Rick Kearney, uh, if you would call him or text him uh, or YouTube him or Facebook him, uh, describe a problem. You know, uh, I get nervous. I mean, anytime I get in a car, I'm a car dealer. If I hear something or smell something in my car, I get nervous. If you're nervous, call Rick and describe as much as you can. Hey, if you really want to be high tech, uh, shoot him an audio or a video clip on the YouTube channel. Rick, Rick will open it. He'll look at it. It'll be just like 
You've got the car in the garage and he's there looking at it. It'll be great. It'll help you diagnose, save yourself a ton of money. And um, uh, as I say, we prioritize our phone calls. Yes, absolutely. You know, while you're mentioning Rick, I have to tell our audience that uh, if you go to YouTube, uh, you'll see that uh, Rick shines pretty bright. And uh, I'll tell you what, the YouTubes that he has done will get your attention. Questions that you just ask yourself and you say, am I the only one asking that question? And it would probably be pretty difficult for somebody to answer this question. Uh Uh-uh, not Rick. He goes into great detail. YouTube, I mean, it's just amazing. Go over there and check Rick out. We're going to go back to the phones and uh, we are going to talk to... Kirtley in Boynton Beach. Did I, did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes, that is correct. Oh, well, good morning and welcome. Good morning. My first time at uh, least calling in. I listen to your show, so this is great. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. What can we do for and you I, this morning? Yeah, I have a uh, 2019 Volkswagen Tigon. Uh, it was on a 39-month lease, and... Uh, it's got about 16,000 miles on now. The lease is coming due in a couple of weeks. And uh, I can purchase it for about 15000 or a little less, including sales tax. So I think I'm going to buy it. And really my question is, I understand there's been a lawsuit to some of the dealers that are trying to overcharge when you turn them back in. And I just wonder what your all thoughts on this and what extra charges might I run into once yeah. I get into the dealership. Boy, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that question. That was on my topic of getting to our new audience, and you're part of our new audience down south in Boynton. Uh, yeah, there there was a, a lawsuit, uh, multiple lawsuits, and uh, the good news is that the uh, uh, dealers and the uh, actual manufacturer finance arms, leasing companies, are settling. They were wrong. They, they were definitely uh, breaking the law. There's the Consumer Leasing Act of 1976. And uh, a reporter, a, a great reporter for WPLG, Channel 10, you probably get that where you are, uh, Jeff Weinseer, uh, he did an uh, investigative reporting expose of what's going on. We had, he had a lot of complaints calling him. People like you would have a lease car, the lease would come up, and they decide they want to exercise their option to purchase the lease car. And uh, when they go into the car dealership, Gunther Volkswagen, by the way, you mentioned you had a Volkswagen, Gunther is one of the big offenders. Uh, They settled uh, out of court, and I believe Volkswagen Lending was also sued, and they settled out of court. They were adding thousands of dollars in extra fees, which were profit to Gunther, in violation of the Federal Consumer Act, Leasing Act of 1976. So they got caught. They were exposed by Jeff Weiss here at WPLG. Uh, He interviewed a lot of people. And the uh, problem in those areas where the dealers were sued or the leasing companies were sued has been fixed. But a lot of folks... uh, and there are a lot of dealers still doing it. And uh, you are now helping me alert all of our new audience, the 4 million new listeners uh, south of us, down the way, all the way to Hollywood and uh, Fort Lauderdale area, uh, that if you have a purchase option on your lease card today, chances are you have equity in that. 
That means that the market value is much higher than your contractual right to purchase it. So you exercise your purchase option. The Consumer Leasing Act protects you against the dealer adding anything to that purchase option price. On your lease contract, that price is your right to buy at that number. And you should stick to that. If they if they give you a hard time, Chrissy, then call Jeff Weinseer, or I'll give you the name of two or three attorneys that would love to hear from you. Very good. Uh, so really, except for the sales tax, they shouldn't tack on much of anything. Is that correct? Yeah, only government fees. Uh, you have to have a license plate. You have to have a. You have to pay sales tax. But there are there is nothing that goes to the dealer. Only the state of Florida, just like when you buy any car. But you, you get your lease contract, and on that lease contract, you'll see the purchase option price. That is all you should pay. Only thing can be added are government fees, Florida sales tax, and a license plate. Okay. I find it interesting. I talked to my dealer the other day, and when I first did the lease, they say they don't own anymore. Volkswagen of America owns it. But now that it comes to Volkswagen of America, says you take it to your dealer. And I, I went over there <laughs> to get something serviced on another car. Yeah. And when I took it over there, they told me you have to go through a salesperson. And they have to inspect the car to make sure it doesn't need brakes or tires. And if it did, you'd have to put it on. Well, they're they're breaking the law, and uh, uh, there's there's uh, there's two or three lawyers that I can give you the name of. Or if you call if you call Jeff Weinseer at uh, WPLG Channel Ten, he'd love to go in and interview that salesman and that uh, dealership that's trying to add, charge you more because this is red hot. I'm amazed that the dealership doesn't know about it, but there's always somebody last to get the message. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's 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 you know, and uh, the car of course was sixteen thousand. I've serviced it regular through them. It it doesn't need tires. It doesn't need brakes, and they know it. Yeah, and I just think it's, you just can't go directly to finance and uh, on that. And we got. I think my wife's got one more question. Okay. Yeah, the war- the warranty on this was originally six years uh, on a limited warranty on powertrain. And, and, of course, uh, my understanding, Volkswagen, now if you bought a new Tigon, they dropped that down somewhat. That's not really a very good question, but, you know, it's an interesting fact that they've reduced, yeah. and maybe some other manufacturers have, too. Yeah. Here, here's a, if you got a pencil, Andy, you or your wife, if you want to <laughs> write down Jeff's uh, a cell phone number, he's the investigative reporter for okay. WPLG, it's area code 954 Okay. Three six four. Two eight two three nine five four three six four two eight two three. Jeff Weinseer, W E I N S E I R, investigative reporter, WPLG Channel Ten. Yeah, and and again, if you buy this general, I guess, but if you buy a lease out, which I've never done before, uh, the warranty continues on just like. Yes, it's six weeks. Yeah, the warranty goes with the with the car, so you got whatever warranty left sticks with it, and you still have that coverage. Very good, Earl. I appreciate appreciate your time and the help on this. And, well, please, uh, please, Kurt, please call again and spread the word. This is uh, this is Nancy Stewart. Yes. Let me yes, uh, let me share some information with you. You can go to Earl on Cars and you can read his column on the topic that uh, he just discussed with you, and that's a, a salute to WPLG TV South Florida and investigative reporting.
by Jeff Weins here. It's just an amazing column, and it's been a lot of hard work, and it's been a long journey, and we've gotten a few people's uh, attention. And uh, Ashley Moody, the Attorney General, uh, and we're looking to get uh, Governor DeSantis' uh, attention. But it's a great read, so go to uh, Earl on Cars, and you'll find it right there. Okay. Thank you, Nancy. I sure will. And I'll go in Tuesday to see how the thing works out. I might be calling you next weekend. Well, call, calls back. Yeah, give, please. Give your wife my best, and thank you for calling. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Thank you for the Y'all questions. Good, thank you. Y'all have a good holiday season. The same to you. Happy holidays. Hey, 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We are going to stay with the phones. Howard has been holding from Jupiter, uh, but I want to give a shout-out to Chuck, who's calling us from Oklahoma. Please hold and be just a little bit more patient. Oklahoma. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, everybody. And, uh, uh, Earl, uh, can you explain exactly what the powertrain covers and how long uh, is the uh, warranty? Let's talk about Toyotas now. Uh, first of all, what, what is the powertrain? Can you explain that? Well, Howard's okay if I if I flip that over to Rick. I, uh, the only answer I have, and then he'll extrapolate on that, is the powertrains are the lubricated parts of the car uh, from the front to the back. But I probably messed that up. Rick, you take, give him the... Yep. <clears throat> Basically, the uh, to use the Toyota for an example, it's a five-year, 60,000-mile warranty. It covers all internally lubricated parts, including such things as the drive axles and the transmission and the engine. And it will even cover the wheel bearings if they are on a drive axle. So if it's a front wheel drive car, even your front wheel bearings and the axles are all covered five years, 60,000 miles. The rear wheels, however, if, they're, if they don't have drive axles, those are only three year 36,000. If it's an all-wheel drive vehicle, then all four of the wheel bearings, the axles, and everything that is internally lubricated is covered under that warranty. Okay. Now, I have another question for you. Why did the automotive <coughs> industry mostly do away with shock absorbers? Say that, say that again, Howard. Yeah. Why did the automotive industry... I would say about 60% did away with shock absorbers are no longer in the drivetrain in most cars. Is that correct? Right. They're now 336, three-year 36,000 mile. Okay. So that's not. Okay. Um, Next question. Uh, Did anybody ever shop Canada and see what's what's happening up there? Canada? Because I have a a question. Uh, Yeah. What's the story? Are they doing the same thing that that, that the dealers are doing down here, which is robbing the people? Oh, sure. Uh, Probably not as bad. Uh, the Canadians seem to be a little bit more gentlemanly in their ripping off of their customers. But uh, I've, I know a lot of uh, Canadian dealers, and uh, uh, interestingly enough, uh, they send a lot of their uh, managers and, and uh, dealer principal trainees to uh, Northwood University in Michigan and in uh, also Palm Beach County. Uh, but uh, 
Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're usually not as rough in Canada as they are in the United States for some reason. I guess it's a cultural difference, but they basically do the same thing. You have to be careful when you're buying a car in Canada. They apologize while they're kidding you with the dealer fees. <laughs> Actually, okay, one other question. Uh, I remember years ago that after two or three years, I had to adjust the headlights because the suspension uh, changed a little bit. So uh, what, what happened is that I would drive into a, um, a garage and uh, I would aim my headlights and uh, there would be a screen and uh, a guy would be adjusting them. It, that, that's gone. Is that correct? It no longer happens, Rick. Yeah, we don't, we don't really do much in the way of headlight adjustments. Uh, most of the suspension now in the cars, they don't get that same sag like you used to get on the older cars. Uh, the the springs hold up a whole lot better. The you know the struts and the shock absorbers eventually will start to break down, and you'll get a little more bounce out of the car, but you don't get that that loss of ride height or that change of the angle that would require your headlights to be re-aimed often. Uh, the only ones that I wish would do some serious aiming are these guys that take pickup trucks, raise them up, and jack the suspension way up. And then, of course, their headlights now become a lethal weapon into your eyeballs. Some of those need oh, to be... Would, yeah, yeah, that would be my, my, my next question. Why are they doing things like that? Uh, I, you know, I, Because they can. A lot of people just, they, they see a car as something that they've got to make it personalized. So they'll raise them way up in the air until they practically need a stepladder to get in and out of them. Um, as a matter of fact, there, there was a trend for a while on what was called the Carolina squat, where they would lower the suspension in the back and raise the front so the back end of the truck sat super low, the front sat super high. And that actually was made illegal in a lot of states because it made it to where you literally could not see things directly in front of the vehicle. And it made it incredibly dangerous to drive so they, uh, a lot of states have now made that completely illegal. That's good to hear. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was in California last month, and they have low riders. Yeah, it's the opposite. Yep. Now, I don't understand that either. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all very amazing. No, you should yeah. go on YouTube and look at the videos of the guys that have the hydraulics, and they literally, they'll have competitions where they have the cars leaping into the air. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Howard, I, I, uh, I want to, I want to thank you for calling. Uh, we have so many calls backed up. Uh, okay, if there's, yes, I understand. If there's I one understand, more question. But I ha yeah, just one more question. Uh, if you're going to get an extended warranty, get it from the dealership. Don't get it from, you know, uh, like Toyota, get it from Earl. Don't go to uh, these companies that uh, advertise on, the, uh, on television. I don't know what, I forget the names, but am, am I correct? Oh yeah, these the, just like the uh, email, uh, television, uh, direct mail solicitation. Uh, everybody's going crazy selling uh, auto warranties, and most of them are not worth the paper they're printed on. They're rip-off scams. Never ever buy anything online or over the television or the te telephone. Uh, uh, if you have to buy a warranty, use the manufacturer's offered warranty, but uh, don't buy it from the dealer or from one of these other companies. A lot of these companies are out of Las Vegas. For some reason, 
they don't seem to have many laws in Las Vegas as far as ripping people off by telephone or any other way. So if you look, most of these uh, solicitations are coming out of some sort of a boiler room in Las Vegas. But don't buy these warranties. They should be outlawed, uh, most definitely. And there's so many uh, vulnerable people out there uh, that get ripped off. And uh, Howard, we want to thank you for your call. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Uh, We're going to talk to Chuck, who's calling us from Oklahoma, and uh, Mike and and Aventura. Please hold on. Good morning. Good morning, Chuck. Oh, good morning, Nancy. Oh, thank you for holding. Happy belated birthday and happy holidays. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a... uh, Excuse me, and we're we're covered up. We have a birthday tomorrow. (laughs) Guess who that is? Uh, the Earl. one and only <laughs> Earl Stewart. Happy birthday. <laughs> Good time in December. Oh, yeah? Fantastic. Uh, got a two, 2006 Chrysler. Uh, can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Yep. Loud oh, and clear. 2006 Chrysler, 113,000 miles. Uh, just got the lightning bolt light come on uh, the dash uh, a couple days ago. Ooh. And, uh, car just dies completely no matter where you are uh luckily it, it uh, is able to restart uh, so what happened uh got it home and i think it went one more time and it lighted died and uh restarted and got it home anyhow um i called because of the questions uh i always go on youtube to try to see what what's going on with this uh dashboard lights it's a red light that's got a lightning bolt that comes in the middle of it and so the the ones I saw said that, well, when it comes on, it has something to do with the throttle control and also the computers that control, you know, your gas going into your, uh, what we used to call carburetors. Now it's probably fuel injectors. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, it said, well, what you can do is turn your key to the on position. Don't turn your car on, but turn it to the on position, depress your uh, gas pedal all the way to the floor, then let it all the way up, then turn the key off, and then start your car again, and that might reset the computer. Uh, hmm. What you might know that I don't know is they said, well, the problem people have is that unless your check engine light comes on with your lightning bolt light, they can't even diagnose what the problem would be. Uh, whether it's a throttle replacement part or whether it's the computer and the dashboard uh, part that has to be replaced. So I was going to ask, is it possible that maybe that light just came on and because I did the on and off thing, that would completely fix the problem? Or how would you go about getting that resolved if it happened to you? That certainly sounds like a possibility to me. Unfortunately, I'm not very familiar with Chrysler's anymore. I know they used to have it where you could uh, cycle the key a certain number of times and the check engine light would blink as a Morse code to tell you any uh, diagnostic trouble codes. But now even that system has become severely outdated. Um, Chuck, you've done a lot of research, sounds like, online. So you probably uh, looked in the uh, chat rooms and and the Google and the rest of it. And uh, apparently nobody knows the answer. 
Yeah, I, well, I, I would have to check with the Chrysler mechanic on that one. Cause and he probably doesn't know either. It's, it's possible. You know, what, you, what you'd really have to do is have a Chrysler technician from the factory, and the chances of him knowing are probably uh, better than anybody else, but they might not know either. It's just, to me, this whole diagnostic alert that in all cars, Chrysler's, Toyota's, uh, they're, they're, they're like, it's like trying to read Chinese. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, why don't they just say, in plain English or Spanish or whatever your language is, in plain written language, this is what's wrong with your car. They give you a code or they give you a symbol and a, or a combination of codes and symbols. They try to make it difficult so you have to go to the dealer and pay a lot of money. Right. I just wonder right. why they would have a warning light that doesn't record any information about why the light came on. Yeah, exactly. That seems crazy to yeah. me. Well, that that's the thing that that uh, the, the one guy said. Well, don't let the guy try to sell you a computer when it's not the computer problem. It could be a small, minor thing that only costs us so a little amount of money. But I just kind of wanted to call to let people know that just because your red lightning bolt light comes on, uh, it, it, they have a thing that's called limp mode, so you could actually restart the car and drive it off the side of the road or get to the next exit. Right, yeah. Most most cars have will try to have a limp mode for if something fails like that, it'll still give you the chance to at least dra- uh, drive at a slower speed to get the car out of a dangerous situation. Now, I have a limp mode. But without get, causing damage to the I car. Out, when I get out of bed in the morning, I, I have a limp mode. <laughs> no, we've all got yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your information. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm going to end up going to the mechanic and having to plug it in to see if he could find anything. Uh, it, they say if it keeps happening, some people say, well, it, it could actually clear it with that key thing, and you might be good to go and not have to worry about it. But I just thought maybe you guys had seen that happen and people had cleared it and never had to get a part replaced or something like that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Chuck. I'd love to hear from you thanks. in Oklahoma. Yeah, call us back and uh, yeah. give us a you know, fill us in on what uh, took place. I will. Thank you very much, and have good holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays. Have a great weekend. Uh, we are going to talk to uh, Mike uh, down in uh, Aventura. Aventura? Why are you way south? I'll tell you, this uh, co- this coverage map uh, that I'm looking at, Mike, it's just amazing uh, the number of people that we're reaching in that area. Thank you Mike, so much morning, for calling. Bro. This yeah. is a voice from out of the past. Yeah. I don't know if you remember me or not. I used to listen to you back when you were on WSWN. Oh, wow. That oh, was uh, 15 years and ago. The, the blind guy that was um, oh. interested, interested in... Um, uh, we were all going to get uh, together. I remember now. Yeah. 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 Um, what I was wondering is... Um, uh, are they are they making any new laws where they um, where where the cars have to um, have some sound to it so you'll hear it coming by? You know that's an interesting question. They did uh, they jumped on that big time with the hybrids and the Prius, mm-hmm. and now they don't. I'm driving a Tesla, and which which I had. You mind if I digress back because I do remember you very well. I was very excited about the fact you uh, you're blind, sight impaired, uh, uh, and 
you know, you're you're just a dynamic, bright guy, and you contribute, and you've got a real niche in society because you can't drive a car. And I was talking about autonomous cars, and we were going to try to get uh, uh, someone pick you up in this autonomous car so you could say, take me to... Uh, you know, a true oldies station in North Lake Boulevard in North Palm Beach. And it would be so cool that that would happen. Well, we never did it. But right. now, Mike, I am driving a fully autonomous Tesla. Uh, uh, self-driving, Nancy and I came to the studio this morning. And that car, I have a sign on the back because when I'm doing full autonomy, I want other people to know that, um, you know, that I'm not driving the car. So, uh, is is a make it would make me comfortable if someone told me this guy isn't driving the car. So maybe maybe we'll figure out a way to do what we talked about. Would you be game to coming all the way to the studio in a fully autonomous car? I sure am. Wow, we'll talk. We'll have to give us your uh, contact information, through, and we'll talk about this for another show. Yeah. Uh, okay, M- Mike. You know? How, do you know how to get in touch with me? I uh, know how to. Uh, now, how do I get in touch with you? Okay, Mike, uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just drop my number down? 561-386-6498. And okay. uh, this autonomous uh, driving is another world. I can't even explain it to you. Uh, you know, there are wor- there are no words and, until you get into the car. It's just uh, amazing when I drive or Earl drives, there's, there's something new to learn every single time. And you must remember, I do, hey, I must remember that I am not in my up. Avalon. <laughs> okay, the number one more time is 561-386-6498. And your name is, Nan, is, your, your name is um, I'm Nancy, I'm Earl's wife. Oh yeah, I remember you. I remember you. Uh huh. Yeah, we talked. We talked a lot. By the way, I have a friend of mine who may be interested in in buying a car, okay. either a used car or a um, new car. Okay, great. You can use that phone number. Okay. All right. Okay, this will be exciting, Mike. We'll follow through on this and okay. uh, get you into an autonomous. All right. An autonomous car. Okay. Do you okay. have any other questions? No, that's about it. I I just want to say, how many stations are you on now? Are you are you still on? Um, we're on ninety five point. We're on ninety five point nine FM. One hundred six point nine FM. One hundred three point one HD three. We're also on ninety six point nine FM. Ninety five point three FM and fourteen seventy. We're everywhere. AM. We're everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're in Palm Beach. We're in Broward. We're in Martin. We're in Sports. Uh, we're in St. Lucie. Uh, we're in Glades, Hendry. Uh, we're in uh, Indian River, Okeechobee. And, and guess what, Mike? We reach over 4 million listeners. In South Florida. Wow. That's great. Can you okay. believe that? Uh, Mike, I mean, uh, this is a real flashback. We just walked down memory lane. I can't believe that it's been as long as it's been since we spoke with you. Right. right. 561-384-386-6498. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll have my friend also call you, too. Okay, great, Mike. Happy holidays. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 877-960-9960. 
or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I have a feeling that uh, Rick has got a whole lot of uh, uh, Facebook messages. We've, we've uh, got te- some texts come in. YouTube, everything. Let's do them. All righty. Uh, well, we'll start right off with Anne Marie. Uh, Stu loves to have Anne Marie's first one every day. Good morning, Anne Marie. <clears throat> Thank you. And she says, "Good morning." I'm, and this fits right in. I'm looking forward to the day when autonomous vehicles are totally reliable, and all a person needs to do is input the destination, and the vehicle will safely deliver you to that location using the best route as dictated by geography, weather, and traffic conditions. Uh, one, how close do you think engineers and programmers are to achieving that level of sophistication? And two, when do you predict that totally reliable autonomous vehicles will be available at a price that the average family can afford? Thanks. P.S. I hope Stu is feeling better. Oh, thank oh, you. Thanks, Anne-Marie. It, uh, that's a, a great question. Your questions are always great, Anne-Marie. You're the best caller, texter. And uh, uh, you hit the heart of the matter, which is the reliability of the current autonomous and then the time span when it will become safer than humans driving. It isn't, I don't think, safer today. I, uh, Nancy and I drive in it uh, fully autonomous and I feel more nervous, to, to be honest with you. I love my Tesla. I'm a Tesla devotee. I love Elon Musk and I know a lot of people out there hate him and they hate Teslas. I mean, it's really kind of cool. It's like you know, it's uh, either, either you love Elon or you hate him. And, um, but this Tesla is not ready to be released as an autonomous car. And uh, I, I find myself, I, I always worry about my own driving. I mean, I try to be careful. So you're thinking about yourself. And then if you're a good driver, you think about the other drivers on the road. Now, that's a lot to think about. You haven't got time to text or drink coffee. If you think about those two things seriously, now there's there's a third thing you think about, the car. Because I can't help when I'm in a Tesla with full autonomy turned on, I can't help but be my own driver. I know how close I would follow that car ahead of me. I know if I'd begin braking for that uh, caution light, I know that I see that dog on a leash over there starting to cross the street. That's the way my mind goes. I don't think it'll it'll be a long time before we are cured of thinking how we would do it. And then you have to watch the other drivers. This is where the autonomous cars, I don't think quite are there yet. Think about this. When you're in traffic, don't you don't you try to make eye, eye contact? You come to a four-way stop, you want to make eye contact. I try to wave and smile at people because... I know that if they smile at me, they see me. We communicate. We communicate visually, uh, and the 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 autonomous car doesn't get that. The, my autonomous Tesla is too careful, and we go through a construction area, and they're just too careful. Uh, by that, they break too uh, often, too yeah. much, and it, if it, they see a, a human being on the side of the road that is standing a little bit too far off the curb. They'll stop. Yeah. yeah. It's an obstacle course, yeah. um, but, of course, for 
uh, for them right now, um, autonomous. It's definitely an obstacle course. And you're more, you have to be more aware of the drivers around you because you're driving altogether different than the, you know, everyday driver. And the autonomous vehicle is enforcing the laws that most of us have broken all this time we've been driving. So it's, it's Im- a, a delicate situation. Imagine the day that's coming. Imagine the day that's coming when there are so many autonomous cars on the road. Yes. There, it's 99% of them. And they all are communicating with each other. Exactly. Bingo. Bingo. Over, over the air communication, instantaneous communication, yeah. way faster and than the, the long Marie's question right there. That will be the day, Anne Marie, when everybody is dancing to the same sound, same music, and every car talks to every other car. It'll be so much safer. I than look beings. forward to that day. Yeah. yeah. Everything will I be in rhythm. Day. You know, yep. it'll be in sync. It'll be much easier. Yep. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to Rick. And this one is from Kyle S. Good morning, everyone. I hope Stu's back is improving because back pain can be debilitating. My dad needs to walk with a walker because of a spinal f- fusion surgery. And he says, my question is, if Toyota still gives dealers end of month and end of year bonuses for hitting sales numbers with the inventory being so very low still. Before the shortages, people have said that the last day of the month and especially the last day of the year, a dealer would be willing to lose thousands on a new car deal if it means they might hit a $100,000 bonus from the manufacturer. Is that still the case this year? Uh, no, I mean they still have bonuses, but they've been bo- they've been reduced uh, considerably. Uh, there's incentives. Uh, the big incentive that car dealers have today is to earn more cars. By that, sell your cars faster, because the faster you sell the cars, the more production, the more higher percentage of that particular manufacturer's production you earn. If you're an Acura dealer. Uh, and you sell cars twice as fast as your competitor down the street, you'll get twice as many cars. And when the smoke settles and the huge demand, low supply situation evaporates, you'll be ahead of the game. But uh, incentives are about half of what they were before the COVID issue and the shortage Mm. issue. And this next one uh, from Jay says, thank you to Earl and Rick for for responding to my text regarding my 2004 Corolla with the PO420 trouble code last week. Unfortunately, ignoring the check engine light is not an option for me since I live in Illinois, which requires emission testing. Do you recommend taking the aftermarket route as an alternative to spending $2,500 for an OEM catalytic converter? Thanks for producing a show that is valuable resource to the consumer and I hope Stu is recovering and feeling better soon. I would get the lowest price uh, converter I could find. I would absolutely go that route. And I would even investigate, uh, talk to a uh, part supplier about LKQ. LKQ is a company called Like Kind Quality. Ooh. And they actually are a salvage company. They get parts for cars from junkyards uh, all around the, the nation. 
and they may very well be able to find you a manifold with that catalytic converter in it at a much lower price that while it's not brand new it may still have quite a bit of life left in it and could save you a fortune on that great information. but i would i would definitely look at other options uh, aftermarket or a, a used part and try that and see what you can find on that source boy i love that i That's i just googled it lkq online auto parts search by make model and year comprehensive selection of affordable used auto parts inventory of 200 plus parts of uh, facilities they got 200 facilities all over the united states mm -hmm. uh L, L, lkq white kind quality very good great idea thanks yeah, we actually a get great idea. At, at the shop we get quite a few engines and transmissions and other items like that from lkq because of how much it can save the the customer Sure. Cost-wise. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> now, the old We're, junkyard, for you old guys out there like me, junkyards don't exist anymore. They might call them junkyards, but they're high-tech, uh, they're digitalized, computerized, uh, they sort by uh, quality, year make model. It is a huge source of saving a ton of money. Never buy an OEM part new if you can get the uh, a good quality, like-kind quality. Uh, of a recycling, yeah. recycling. Yeah. The greatest recycling. feeling in the world back in yeah. the day was going to the junkyard, <laughs> and it saved me so much money. It was unbelievable. Good place to hide a body. Rick, so, I'm going to have to interrupt yeah. you. We've got a bunch of calls backed up. All have right. You, uh, have you wrapped that last uh, text up? Is oh, there any? Yep. But oh. we've we've got some others, but they can they can okay. hold. Yep. Okay. Uh, we are going to go to. Uh, we are going to go to Denise. And uh, Denise is uh, calling us from Singer Island. Uh, good morning, Denise. Good morning. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. How did yeah, you find I, out about I, our show, Denise? Well, I found out a few weeks ago from a friend of mine that listens uh, all the time. And I actually called in two weeks ago to uh, tell you about an experience I had with Napleton on you know, North Lake Boulevard about a t my tires and a blowout and how they uh, their customer service um, never really fixed the problem and lied to me. And, um, and I had a confrontation with their manager. But in the meantime, I took the car where I bought it to Wallace in Stewart to see if the service was gonna be any different. And actually it was a little better, but I, uh, the first time I brought it in to see if they, they said they had to inspect the wheel and see if the insurance would pay for it. And while they were inspecting for two hours, I was called into the new car place so they could sell me a new car um, and, or convince me that they had these great deals, which they did. It was amazing how the price kept fluctuating down. But I, I did want to buy a car, and turns out I had to go back a second time because they didn't really uh you know look at the tire well enough enough to submit a claim and um i was there two hours and the final result was uh they were going to submit the claim but didn't think that it would be paid for because uh i had wear and tear on the tire so so anyway i, I just walked i came away thinking what well, they're all the same <laughs> um and, he, and the guy told me, if you want us, we have a guy that can fix everything and he doesn't charge that much. 
so going through all of that, hours with Wallace and then Napleton, I'm, I'm really discouraged. You know, I don't think I'd go back and buy another um, Hyundai, for sure. Boy, exhausting. Yeah, it was exhausting. <laughs> and, yeah, so I just, you know, I they, I don't know if they, you know, they, well, they don't give you the right information, and their goal is to sell you a new car, pretty much. But I, were, you know. Were you alone, Denise? Yeah, I was, I was alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that usually how you operate? <clears throat> if you go into <laughs> Unfortunately, a... Unfortunately, yes. I'm a single person, and I, you know, I think I thought I was able to do it i realized you know you need to go with someone especially a man yeah 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 yeah, well i i I suppose you know it could be um, either or uh but um it's a it's a uh, as my husband refers to it a real minefield out there and uh, just when you think you've got complete control uh the show goes sideways um, and it's ju- it's just not for a woman. It could apply to anyone and everyone. So dis- don't discount yourself because you just said as a single woman, and it sounds like as if you're pretty knowledgeable. I thought I was, and then, you know, I, I couldn't believe, like, you know, when the salesperson sat me down because I looked at a car, I said, oh, I would love that if you could do an even trade. And he said, we can't do that, but I'm sure we can do a good deal. So, you know, work up the numbers, go out, talk to the manager. He came back. I said, I I can't do it. Then another manager, I guess the general manager, came to talk to me, and he's made me so many offers. If I wanted a new car, I wouldn't have refused, but I was like, why are they doing this? So willing, you know. And at the end, I said, listen, I'm not interested. I like my car. I don't want, you know, a new car where I live on Singer Island. And he's like, well, that was like a waste of time. (laughs) And I said, okay. Honestly. (laughs) So anyway, I wanted to tell you, you know, how I followed up on, on that and how, you know, it's really difficult. Like you said, I have to go with someone. Absolutely. Uh, there's, uh, you know, the, all the time that they spent, uh, we're, you know, we're in uh, uh, desperate times. Everybody wants to sell a car. And uh, even if you don't need it or you're not financially ready for it. Uh, Denise, I can't thank you enough for calling back and following up. We certainly appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to me. <laughs> oh, we'll thank listen to you thank anytime. Thank you for doing this. Yes. All right. You're, you're quite welcome. Give us a call again. Okay, I'll give you another follow-up, okay? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. We can't have enough follow-ups. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. You too. Have a great weekend. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. John, thank you so much for holding. John's calling us from Palm City. Good morning, John. Good morning to everyone. I'll be brief with all the backup for phone calls. Oh, thank you. The first important call that was made of the day was involved with the Honda uh, Takata airbag. The incident happened in February 22nd, 2020, this year, and it happened in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and the driver was killed immediately. What happens is the ammonium nitrate, which sets off the airbag, is inside a metal canister, and it ruptured and the shrapnel killed him. Um, it's, it's sad, but people are not 
looking into the recalls. Uh, they can get it done free at the dealer, and this is one of the cars that had the recall on it. And government statistics so far show 33 worldwide people have been killed with the Takata airbag problem. 24 of those alone were in the USA. So we stress the importance of checking out any recall, whether it's Takata or anything, on any car that you own or you tend to buy. So that's briefly what I want to mention. This happened in this year in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and the driver was killed instantly. Amazing. And in this whole topic of, uh, you know, the uh, airbags, uh, it's it's been kind of, so to speak, silent. Um, you know, not as many uh, consumers are paying attention. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for bringing it to our attention. That's what this show is all about. Thank, thank you. you guys. And thank you for listening. Uh, uh, we're going to have our mystery shopping report, John, from, uh, I believe, uh, Mercedes of uh, Palm Beach. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we are going to stay on the phones, or we're going to go to Bob, who's calling from Pompano. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you doing? Good to see you guys on the air. I have a question. I'm looking at uh, trading in my S-Class Mercedes for a new one, and they have something called four-wheel steering. Uh, what is the... Um, is it skinny on that? Is that a recommended thing or is it problematic? Um, it's apparently relatively new for that car. There's been a few other models of cars that have tried this in the past. And due to various reasons, those cars just didn't really take off very well. Uh, Four-wheel steering, I can see it being a functional thing as electronic steering, electric steering, has now become a main thing over uh, the old hydraulic power steering. So who knows, this feature, maybe maybe it's time has come. But imagine a car that literally when you turn the steering wheel, all four wheels are moving in conjunction and it's gonna cut down the radius of your turns, the amount of space needed dramatically, I mean, we're talking. Right. Uh, we're talking about performance cars, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, for a commuter, a commuter car going point A to point B. But if you're looking for a, a fancy, uh, you know, sports car type of a uh, feeling and a racing type of a car, four wheel steering is the ultimate. Uh, it's, it's it's safer. It's uh, more flexible, but it's also a, a lot more expensive to buy and a lot more expensive to repair. I'm not sure that you're going to see a whole lot of them on the road, but if they if they perfect it, my guess would be Mercedes would uh, would probably be a an ex, you know a really cool experience to drive. As far as, far as the expense is concerned, it's another issue I wanted to bring up uh, briefly. Yeah. Uh, I went to trade this car. I have a 2016 Mercedes the Zino series. It's fully equipped. I went to trade in. It gave me a decent trade in price, but they depreciate a lot. <laughs> and to a new one. And then at the very end of the deal, they said they wanted to add fifteen thousand dollars onto the list price for a new car, bringing the new Mercedes up to about one forty, one fifty, one sixty, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, how is it now when you buy these cars? It's still. Uh, I used to negotiate. Now they negotiate. You, they control negotiation. Uh, that was about two years ago, year and a half ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. So we just kept the old one. The other one's fine, no problem. We'll use that one. But I'm 82 years old, new is new, and uh, I have the ability to buy uh, the expenses. Well, that much, but 
It yeah. bothers me if they would add fifteen thousand dollars over the, uh, the the list over the sticker price. Mm, yeah. yeah. They get what, what they can, that? and that's what the, the market's like these days. But if you can afford it and you want it, uh, God bless you. Yeah, hey, but uh, the thing is, you know, <laughs> I'm saying, are they still doing that? Do you know, or you it's, it's, it's they're still doing it, but it's coming down. It's mitigating a bit. Uh, it'll probably be uh, several more months before the market is anywhere near right. back to normal. But yeah, they're they're still getting a premium on the average over MSRP. You mentioned that you would help in buying a car or, or um, helping in find one. Something I heard it. I was half listening to it this morning. Uh, is that something you could assist in? I think he's referring to your vigilante program. Oh, the vigilantes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it was, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, I've got my vigilante hand right here. I'm glad you gave me a chance to put it on. Yeah, thank you, you. All you streamers out there. There you go. Yeah, we have on <laughs> we have an application for folks that have that ability to help their neighbor buy, lease, maintain, or repair a car. A lot of you folks out there are extremely uh, schooled and uh, how to negotiate a, a good price or maybe how to find the right repair person. So if you've got that ability and you like to help people, uh, go to EarlOnCars.com, fill out an application. We'll send you a hat, cool little hat with a nice little vigilante symbol on the top, and uh, we'll put your name and contact information with your permission. And uh, folks around the country will be able to call you. If they're not tuning in Earl on Cars on Saturday or with us, they can call you and get a little bit of help. Help your fellow man buy a car. Yeah, and Marty okay. is the uh, listen, you know, leader you, I, of the pack. I, I used to listen to well, Golden Hands in the same spot years ago, and he had a very good uh, show on about cars. Uh, I like that you're on this spot. I'll be using it frequently. Very hey, good. Hey, Bob. Uh, one of my great resources, Donovan on, on YouTube, this guy, he's got a lot of knowledge on the luxury car end. And mm -hmm. he says he would recommend staying away from the four-wheel steering on Mercedes. He says, really? from his experience, they're not very reliable. And so far, Porsche is the only company that's actually been able to get a four-wheel steering that works quite reliably. Is Donovan a vigilante? I don't know if he is. I, I was but just going to ask that. He should be. If, yeah. if I were going to be in the market for a car, I would want him by my side. Yeah. Yes. We've got he'd, uh, he'd probably get me below their invoice price even nowadays. <laughs> Definitely. Really? So we have Marty yeah. what, and we have Donovan, uh, uh, Donovan. I'm sorry, what was that, Bob? What, how do I contact him? Donovan, what? Uh, he's, <laughs> he, he's one of our <laughs> listeners on the YouTube yeah, channel. He's just a listener. I don't know if he's a vigilante or not. Uh, but okay. we, we need to try to recruit him. Yes. <laughs> most, That's good. Most definitely. Also, thank you guys very much. I'll let you go and I have some more calls. Yeah, well, Bob, go, go to, uh, go to uh, Earl on Cars and take a look at uh, Earl's Vigilantes. Yep. Uh, it's a win-win situation. Sign up. Sure. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a good day. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Gary, who's calling us from Naples. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, everyone. Nice to hear um, from I you. Get this. Nice to hear from you. I've called a couple times, and you guys do a great job on the show, and I've been in the car business 43 years. But with all that being said, I think this may go to Rick. Rick, I have a Hyundai that I use as a commuter car, 
and I put, uh, you know, should I? I'm getting tires. Should I get the factory tires or should I get the Pirelli uh, P0 rated tires? Because I put on about 100 miles round trip a day, and I don't mind the price point. I'm just looking for a better tire because I think tires are the first thing when I commute. Well, judging by the idea that you've got a very small contact patch of the tires that actually keep your car on the road and keep you in control, I would go for the highest quality tires I could find, and I would go on to like Consumer Reports, check what their recommendations are, and I would go with that. And if, if the P-Zeros are rated highly and they're, they're good tires... I would go with it, but I would, you know, just make sure you stick with the same size tire, but exactly. I would get the highest quality I could get because, I mean, you, when you come right down to it, you've got a little tiny square on each tire that is actually touching the ground, and that's the only contact you have with keeping that car under control at all the various speeds that you're traveling and all the weather conditions and the road conditions. So, yeah, the tires are... The most important thing on the car, in my opinion. <clears throat> Great. I just want to say one thing. The way you guys operate your radio show is terrific. Now, I can just I can just imagine the way you operate your dealership. But you must just be a top-notch organization, and I think you do a great job. Gosh, with all your experience, we really appreciate that. That is quite a compliment. Well, you guys, I listen to you. I listen. I really live. I really live on the. Uh, I'm from Naples, but I live here on the uh, East Coast, and I'm still in the automotive, high-end automotive business, in the pre-owned business. But um, I listen to you guys on the way into the office on Saturdays, and I think the problem with today is no one compliments people. They do a great job. I think you guys do a great job, and my hat goes off to you. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <clears throat> and thank you for safe, tuning guys. in. Be safe, guys, and have a happy holiday. Happy holidays. And again, thank you for tuning in. We hope to hear from you again. Uh, we're going to go back to Rick. I think you've got a whole lot for us down there. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm actually going to go with a, a YouTube comment here. Um, Donovan says... Mercedes uses hydraulics to do the rear steering when you've got electric steering. Why? And they do up to 10 degrees of movement left and right. Porsche uses an electric motor to turn the rear wheels, but only up to about 4 degrees, and it puts a lot less stress on things doing a lower degree of movement, and using an electric motor is far more reliable. Very true. Uh, Steve Maggs is commenting here. He says, in my opinion in general, Mercedes-Benz isn't noted for reliability. As such, four-wheel steering only adds to an already very complex car. Buyer beware. Mm. I, I got to agree with that one. Yeah. Oh, and uh, on our other channel here, um, Kyle in Pennsylvania had asked, if our dealer gets a trade-in, a Honda, for example, with a Takata recall, can our shop fix it or does, does it need to be sent to a Honda dealer? Honda dealer. And that is the case where each car has to go to its specific dealer. As a matter of fact, as a Toyota dealer, we can't even do Lexus recalls. Even though Toyota and Lexus are basically the same company owned by the same top end, 
Lexus has to go to Lexus. Honda has to go to Honda. Uh, Audi to Audi and the only, so on. The yeah. only exception I know of is large national rental companies are able to have warranty certified technicians under their employ for the different manufacturers. So uh, Hertz, for example, would be able to do a Takata recall uh, as an exception to the rule. Right. Okay. Now, this one is from Bob. Uh, he sent in a, a photo of a uh, newspaper clipping here. And in it, I'll go just for this little short section. Earl Stewart, who owns a Toyota dealership in North Palm Beach, Florida, recently expanded training sessions for his workers, pushing them to respond to customers quickly and ranking them in comparison to their peers. He even dispatched undercover shoppers with code names like Agent Lightning to test staffers. I'm very disturbed because my salespeople have become order takers, he said. And that is from Bob, and he says, uh, keep up the good work, and I hope Stu is feeling better. <clears throat> yeah, that was in the Wall Street Journal, and uh, I'm not going to be real popular. I'm kind of afraid to go back into the dealership now, but uh, I, I'm not blaming my sales force for this. I'm blaming it on the situation. We have a, a, a radical change in our culture, environment, uh, the pandemic, uh, the uh, microchip shortages, the war in Ukraine, the world is topsy-turvy, and the car business went upside down. Not enough cars to sell, prices off the chart, and there was no more salesmanship involved. Salespeople, frankly, now are, we, we have over 2,000 cars on order at our dealership, and if you walk into my showroom, you'll see very few people walking around because if you want a car, you do it online or you do it by the telephone or text. So the art of salesmanship, the art of what you normally experience from an honest, good, quality salesperson doesn't happen anymore. And we need to get smart, get retrained, and get back to the way things will be because they will come back to normal one day. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to interrupt Rick for a minute, and uh, this Wall Street Journal, uh, this, 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 this is a very, very interesting, and Earl will share it with you uh, in just a couple of minutes. We're going to go back to Rick. Okay. This one is from Wes. I have a lease that matures in February. Why slash how am I getting mailings from various dealers and manufacturers that know my payment amount, etc.? Unfortunately, it's a matter of public record that's uh, able to, uh, I guess, depending on state laws, there's a surprising amount of, num of information on consumers for what they buy, drive, and so on and so forth. Okay. Or, and sometimes they guess. I mean, they, uh, the warranty companies I notice will say, okay, the average mileage is this per year. Uh, you bought the car th at this time. Do the arithmetic. You probably got about this amount of miles. So sometimes it's a guess. And this one is from Johnny. He says, according to this, you may not have to go to the dealer if you're buying out a lease. Now let's see here. Depends um, on the on the make. Some some leasing companies and some manufacturers uh, allow you to go directly to the manufacturer. Others are still requiring you to go through a dealer. If you have to go through a dealer, dealer, you know, be beware. They will try to 
jacked the price up, and uh, we had a caller from Billy Pompano earlier in the show that uh, was talking about that very thing. And well, this one is from Volks. Uh, he's got a an article here, or, or I guess it's a clip from a website from Volkswagen Credit, mm-hmm. where they're asking what are the steps to complete the purchase of a vehicle, and it shows how to uh, get the agreement package and make a check payable and send all this in to the Volkswagen Credit, and there that would take care of your lease. Yeah, coincidentally, I say tongue-in-cheek, Volkswagen Credit was a subject of the lawsuit in South Florida. Uh, Volkswagen Credit was exposed on Channel 10 WPLG-TV by Jeff uh, Weinsier, and uh, they settled for an undisclosed amount because they were screwing the customers just like the Volkswagen dealers were. So uh, if you have a lease car today and you go to a dealer or a leasing company, the Consumer Leasing Act of 1976, a federal law, says you must be able to buy that vehicle for the purchase option price in your lease contract, not one penny more. Now, you do have to pay state fees like sales tax, and you do have to pay for a license plate, but the dealership, the leasing company, gets nothing. You have that purchase option price and not one penny more. And this one from Mark in Palm Beach Gardens, he says, To the young lady from Singer Island, you should have been encouraged to use Earl's Vigilantes. (laughs) Thank you. Mark, we got to agree with you there, buddy. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) You know, we've got a let let me mention something I haven't got around to that I should. Talking about used cars, and we're talking about lease cars and options to purchase now. The, The good news for you lease owners will continue, according to uh, the Automotive News forecast, uh, up uh, until uh, 2023. Uh, The positive equity in car leases will continue into 2023. So uh, if you had a 2020 car and uh, lease ended in 2022, your positive equity, believe it or not, on the average would be $8,536. So if you leased a car in 2020 and your lease was up in 2022, you could make almost $9,000 profit over your purchase option price. That's why the dealers are trying to take advantage of you and hit you with a lot of fees to, they want a piece of the pie because you're getting a big piece of the pie with that equity. So. Uh, be careful if you have a lease car now, and you should be able to make a nice profit if you turn it in in 2023. Okay, where are we? We are ready for the mystery shopping report. Mystery shopping report. Now, uh, my apologies in advance. You've heard uh, a couple of callers. Uh, my son, Stu, a regular member of this show here, is the... Uh, guy in charge of Mystery Shopping Reports. He coordinates directly with Agent Lightning, who was quoted in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. (laughs) And she's very happy about that. And I am too. She does a great job. Fantastic job. But but we we don't have the expertise with Stu. He's got a back issue and he's working to get that fixed. He'll be back shortly, I hope. And uh, we'll be able to have a more intelligible, uh, more classy, 
mystery shopping report. So I'm holding it in my hands. I will fumble and stumble a little bit because it isn't put together neatly and cleanly the way Stu always does. We shopped Mercedes-Benz of Palm Beach, and once again, I address all you new listeners for True Oldies in South Florida, all the way from Aventura and Pompano and Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood and Boynton and Boca Raton. I mean, South Florida, we got you covered. And we are doing the mystery shopping reports. You can rest assured we will be sending Agent Lightning down to Hollywood and Aventura and Pompano all over. Uh, we're going to be hitting all those dealers down there. In, in Florida, the further south you go, the worse the treatment by the dealer gets. We call it the belly of the beast or the, uh, what did I say before, the, uh, the uh, something. Yeah. Oh, Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> We're going to hit Hollywood, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. They're rough on you down there, folks. And Agent Lightning it's a warning. is going down there. So you true all these listeners, stay tuned next Saturday and every Saturday between 8 and 10. We're live on the radio in South Florida, and I promise you lots of mystery shopping reports. And you dealers down there, I know you're listening. We are going to send Agent Lightning in, and she's going to go through the whole car buying or leasing process, and she's going to tell it like it is. If your salesman tries to lie, cheat, and steal, it's going to be on the air, your name, the name of your dealership, the name of the salespeople, the name of the sales manager. So clean up your act, South Florida. Yeah, and let me tell you something. Nobody has sued the recovering car dealer, and these mystery shops have been going on yeah. for 20 years. 20 21 years. Yeah, sue me, I dare you. And because truth is a perfect defense against libel and slander. I dare you to find one lie, one distortion, a misstatement of truth in any of my mystery shopping reports. We're very careful. And here we go. Mercedes-Benz of Palm Beach. We shopped. Agent Lightning did. I'll speak in the first person as if I were Agent Lightning. I arrived at lunchtime. And I was greeted by a salesman named Vivlin, Vivlin, V-I-V-L-A-N, V-I-V-L-A-N. He was very friendly, asked what brings me in today. I showed him this picture of a car, and Agent Lightning uh, he takes her smartphone, and she takes pictures of everything. I mean, she's a really good spy, and she does a great job. I was looking at, I was looking at this uh, picture of this Mercedes online, pointed to the showroom floor and asked, is, is that the car? He took a look and agreed that it was. Okay. So we're at Mercedes-Benz of Palm Beach, or actually in North Palm Beach, and uh, we mystery shopped them this week. Okay, again, I am now Agent Lightning. He asked me if I would mind following him to his desk. I said I'd really like to look at the car first. He then asked for my license so he could put me in the system while I looked and then asked me to text him my phone number. Uh, so uh, that's interesting. That's a neat way to do it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Reluctantly, uh, she didn't like that. I, I wouldn't like it either, I guess. But I text, I text him my phone number. I continued looking at the car and taking pictures before going over to where his desk was. He never said a word to me about the features of the car or taking it for a test drive. Well, that's not good. Just let me look while he went to his desk. Now, it made sense. I figured out why he wasn't that into showing me the car. 
he was, are you sitting down for this one? I mean, hang on to your seats. Here's why he didn't look too interested. He was watching the World Cup soccer game on his computer. Now, I'm a customer. I'm in there to buy a Mercedes at Mercedes in North Palm Beach. And this guy's watching television. He's watching the soccer game. Hard to believe, right? I mean, you'd think he'd at least turn it off or mute it or something, but, I mean, he wasn't ashamed of it. Maybe he had a big bet on it? Uh, probably. I, I, I don't know what it was. Um, <clears throat> I figured he wasn't uh, showing me the car. He was watching the World Cup soccer on his computer. Volume was up loud. <laughs> he could use headphones or ear, you know, earphones. I could barely hear him when he was talking. It's a live picture, too. I mean, this is a new. I mean, every every now and then we get something we've never seen before. Here it is, a salesman so complacent and so casual and could care less about the customer that he's got the soccer game blaring out at the same time he's trying to talk to the customer. Uh, I could barely, I said I could barely hear him. Vivian, uh, Vivlin asked me if I was planning on financing or leasing then and how much I was planning on putting down before excusing himself to go get the numbers. So there's a, there's a first. Um, yeah, now I got confused. On, I told you. On I that get... last sheet, you can look for uh, Croatia and okay. Brazil. Okay, I saw that. We're in the final minutes. Okay, Croatia and Brazil. Oh. <laughs> the reason I got confused is Agent Lightning was talking about the the soccer game, and I I'm reading the I'm reading the report. It says Croatia and Brazil. I said, "What the hell has Croatia and Brazil got to do with this?" Anyway, that's what it is. Croatia and Brazil were the final minutes. He actually walked away to go get me the numbers when Brazil missed, <laughs> hit the crossbar and lost. He left the live streaming on while he went for numbers. A few minutes later, he returned with his work. Said, here, here I am. I'm making a purchase, second largest purchase of my life, and I'm in a Mercedes dealership, so you know I'm paying all the money. That might be the first largest and, purchase. And I'm nervous, and this guy's watching the damn soccer game. I, you get more attention at McDonald's. Unbelievable. Okay, I hope the owners of Mercedes of North Palm Beach are listening because Vivlin is not treating your customers right. Okay, back to um, Agent Lightning again. He asked me how soon I was planning on buying and what I thought about the price. I said, well, soon, and is that the best price you can do? He smiled and said, uh, times are a bit different now. He said that there aren't as many cars available. He then asked me if I had a number in mind. I said, well, of course, uh, everyone wants the best price. I'd love to be able to get it below MSRP. Do you think that's possible? He then said that if he goes to his sales manager now and just says she wants the best possible price, he's going to say, well, that's it. He suggested that if I'm ready to sign papers now to give him a number, I want a number. I mean, this is old school, man, old school. I'm willing to buy 
uh, at, at my number, he'll see what he can do. I thanked him for his advice, and I'll have to think about it. He highlighted his phone number and said I could either have the card or take a picture of it. So there we are now. Uh, he came back with a worksheet. Um, this worksheet uh, showed that the price, asking price was above MSRP. They said the market value selling price was $42,510, and that was the MSRP, but they added $295 in taxable fees and $1,000.995 dock fee, which is hidden fees. So, so they added uh, uh, $1,300 over MSRP, which is really not too crazy on a new Mercedes, uh, but it's, uh, it's still over MSRP. Uh, that's pretty much the story. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know what we have a precedent set for someone watching a soccer game with the volume turned up at the same time he's trying to sell a $43,000 vehicle. I don't get it. Interesting. Uh, I, I, actually, I do get it, uh, and, and this fits in perfectly with a few comments we've had earlier and my comment about my <laughs> Wall Street Journal article. <coughs> Salespeople in car dealerships are complacent. They're making too much money. Uh, they're not having to sell because there's a shortage of the supply of the vehicles that they're selling. And they can ask just about any price they want and get it. And uh, it's, they're, making, they're making big money. Car dealership salespeople are making... A good salesman used to make $10,000 a month. That's pretty good, right? 10000 Now a good salesman's making thirty dollars or $40,000 a month. So everybody's getting rich. The dealer's getting rich. The salespeople are getting rich. And they're complacent. So what's, what, what's this guy doing? He's watching soccer. He comes to work. He turns on the soccer game. And if a customer comes into Mercedes of North Palm Beach, they're bothering him. You know, that's the reason he's got the volume turned all the way up. Hey, you I can't hear the game. What do you you're talking about this car, I can't hear the game. And that's literally he, he wasn't even interested in taking Agent Lightning for a test drive. No. Didn't want to he didn't want to leave the I, showroom. I, no, he, he was watching the soccer exactly. game. Exactly. Probably had a bet on the game. Anyway, there we are. We vote on these shopping reports and you folks down there and uh and two oldies that are listening in South Florida, four million of you, four million of you have been added to our audience. I'm so excited. If you're listening to uh, 96.9 FM or 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, if you're in Hollywood, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Pompano, Boca Raton, Boynton Beach, Wellington, West Palm Beach, I mean, we, we cover all of South Florida now. If you're listening and you want to vote, you can text us at 772. I forgot this text number. Give yes, me. folks, um, I forgot to mention before the mystery shop, uh, your vote is very important, and you can vote at 772-497-6530. Yeah. 772-497-6530. Vote on the mystery shop. And you vote. It is Mercedes-Benz of Palm Beach. And we vote A to F, just like in school, but we vote on the curb. The, because we don't have any perfect car dealers, just like there's no perfect anybody. 
and particularly with car dealers. So uh, if, if, there, if there was a good experience, comparatively speaking, with other car dealers, then you, you give them a B or a C plus, maybe an A. They're very rare. But we don't look for perfection. We grade, grade on the curve. So please uh, text us, phone us, uh, uh, YouTube us, and we'll start with Rick. Okay. We've got Jonathan in Wellington. World Cup takes precedence over a car sale. <laughs> Automatic F. Walk out now. Mark in Palmish Gardens. Dear sales manager, time for a new salesman. D minus. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, they are just coming in. Tom Steckel. F for the salesman. C for hidden fees that they'll sock her for. <laughs> Wayne Veit with an F. Tim Gilliland, Doc Fee still gets a D. Scott Hunter, C. Fees weren't too bad, but soccer game watching, F. Rocky Blockatiel, the price wasn't all that bad, but having the game on's a deal breaker. I give him a D. Brian Sedlako, F for the salesman, C for the dealership. Mark Ryan, D on the deal, and an F for the sales rep. The dealership should terminate the salesperson so he has all the free time he needs to watch soccer and look for a different job. Mark Smith says, I concur, D minus. Lance Cavett says, Earl Stewart for Congress. Uh-oh. I think you're too honest for that. I couldn't pass the background check. No, I was evil in my younger days. They, they, they dig up a lot of dirt on me. I'd never make it. Mark Anderson, Mark from St. Louis, pathetic salesman. I would give him a yellow card, D plus. Joseph Kelleher, F. Negan, one, F, 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 no. <laughs> oh, and our buddy Donovan, I would have just walked away at this point. Total F. Uh, for me, I'm, I, salesman obviously gets an F on that one. And the dealership, I would say, well, they didn't really do anything egregious there. So I would give the dealership a C. But the salesman, he, he gets an F on that one. Yeah, I think, I think the salesman's in trouble. In a way, I feel bad because we exposed it, but maybe he deserved it. Uh, I have a feeling that, that he's going to be disciplined for his behavior. So, Nancy, what is your... Uh, I'm going to give the uh, salesperson an F, and I'm going to give the uh, dealership a uh, D. That's, a, that's, that's reasonable. I'm going to go a little higher with the dealership. I'm going to give him a... I'm going to give him a C, uh, but I, I, I give Vivlin an F as a salesperson. He shouldn't be selling cars. Uh, you, you, you have to have a little respect for the customer. Even, you know, even if it's easy to sell a car, uh, you know, you just, if you want to take a break and watch a soccer game, uh, maybe that's okay. Uh, I don't think it's a good idea. You, if you walked into an Apple store or if you walked into Costco and you're looking for help and you saw the salespeople uh, watching uh you know, the uh, soap operas or the or the football games. I mean, it will leave a negative impression. So I think Vivlin needs a leave of absence to get his mind right. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Mercedes of Palm Beach. I'll give him a I'll give him a C minus. Okay, and Kirk in West by God, Virginia, Mercedes of Palm Beach, red card on the World Cup. This Joker <laughs> earns a solid F. <laughs> Okay, there you are. And uh, let me remind you, we're going south. We're going down to Hollywood, 
Fort Lauderdale, uh, Boca, well, there's no dealers in Boca Raton. Uh, they don't like car dealers in Boca Raton, but they have some on Boynton, I believe, and uh, Pompano, maybe not Pompano either. Del Rey? One or two. Del Rey, absolutely. But definitely Hollywood uh, uh, and uh, in that in that real South Florida area. How about but, Fort Lauderdale? We oh, mentioned yeah. them again. <laughs> yeah, Fort Lauderdale, absolutely, yeah. So uh, be ready for us. We're coming. Agent Lightning has been dispatched. Absolutely. And Lady- one last grade just came in from Martha Gillespie Beeman. Salesperson F, dealership C minus. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for joining in to uh, Earl Stewart on Cars. And for our new listeners, uh, we just uh, love you having a board, uh, being a board. And um, I think that uh, you're going to love us. And uh, we try to entertain and educate week in and week out. But we also depend upon you to educate us. We'll be right back here Saturday morning at 8 a.m. So stay tuned next week, Saturday morning. Have a wonderful weekend.